0: All right, here we go. Uh, good morning. Hey! Welcome. This is uh, SlapperCast episode number 32. It is... Uh... <laughs> Bright and early in the bloody morning. Yeah. Bright and early. So, cut straight to the chase. Usually on Friday nights, Blackguards obviously is playing a show. However, this past Friday, we weren't because uh, of something very special that Patrick had planned. We'll call it research. <laughs> it's actually tax deductible. Um, LLC, LLC humor, first thing in the morning. Yes. Um, long story short, we both went to go see Mark Knopfler play at uh, Smart Financial Center in Katy,
1: right? Isn't Katy? No. Is, where is it? No, Richmond. What, Richmond. Just, just uh, Stafford. It's just north of Richmond. Yeah, Stafford. Right, right. That's right. God, you you drink some coffee. Let me do the talking <laughs> for the love of God. How did you, 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 your brother
0: was well, yeah, responsible for?
1: No, not risk. My brother's responsible for nothing. I have two brothers and <laughs> one of them's, one of them's got some duties. The other one, no, they're both, they're both living under a bridge and, uh, uh, uh no, the, 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 what happened was, um, uh, so Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits fame has been, uh, uh, <sighs> There's the, there's the, there's there's no word to describe what this guy has meant to me over the years. As far as um, as far as just flat out great guitar players uh, working with people such as Chet Atkins and uh, you know I mean he he's he's played with everybody. He's played with uh, I'm I'm not a Clapton fan at all. Uh, however, you can't you, you know you have to when you mention guitar you have to mention Clapton. Um, but this guy Mark Knopfler. Was responsible for the '80s, you know, was de- definitely, you know, alongside, you know, your, your regular '80s stuff, you know, this guy was to me. This guy was he was a, he was a break from all the '80s stuff, you know, because the, the the just the guitar tones, the 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 I've always paired his voice with his guitar. He just just perfectly matched, and one of those guys that every single note matters, and just you know, I've spoken about him before. I just I uh, do you mean. Remember- so so, so, do you remember when you first became aware of him or when you first, yeah. as a young kid, you're like, Hey, well, you, you know, unfortunately, you, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was that time where you I, well, kind of unfortunate, but, but fortunately also, I mean, that's a uh, bittersweet. Uh, there was, there was just so much fluff on the radio because it was just, uh, eighties is, you know, it's, it's candy, candy, cotton candy, fluff, you know, music appearance, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know when you heard Sultan's a swing, when you heard Romeo and Juliet, when you heard uh, Walk of even Walk of Life, you know, and later uh, Money for Nothing, and uh, you just there's one person that could be, and you know there's there's the there's the the you know the, the half the world that hate him, half the world that loved him, um, but the thing was to me was just the humor, the absolute, the the just the t- tongue in cheek never took themselves seriously you know you know even as big as they got they just began you know there's always just uh you know even the headband and the the you know the cowboy shirt and whatever the never never really seemed to take himself seriously but you could not deny the guy's ability and and what he did to guitar um you know not not a million notes a minute but every single note mattered. Every single note Mm -hmm. was in a, in a spot where it it was just, uh, so he's one of these people like you can, you know, pick up a guitar and want to get better or just burn your guitars just because you don't want to, you just know, you know, and it was, it was really depressing (laughs) watching him play because it's just, it's not, you know, it's not rocket science. The guy just, he, he just went in a kind of like a Stuart Copeland on drums for the police. Mark Knopfler just took the guitar in a completely different, area that's nothing that I'd ever seen before yeah. and then when I heard him play with Chet Atkins uh, on the you know on the the neck uh, whatever uh, whatever that record was that they just did uh, hearing those two guitars side by side and again being a big 50s you know uh, and 60s rockabilly you know you're know, listening to, to those let Chet Atkins play and, and his style and uh and Mark Knopfler sitting them side by side, and then figuring out, whoa, you know, this guy can hang with anybody. And then nodding hillbillies, you know, this other side project that he did, and where there's just a, a lot of dobro stuff, a lot of slide, a lot of, and so this guy, his his his, the avenues were just endless. These little tributaries for all from this big rock and roll river, you know, these tiny little, you know, uh, areas that he would just take off and go in and just. And, play, and then, and then the country, you know, where he played with Vince Gill. He uh, actually, I uh, heard that he had asked Vince Gill to sing for Dire Straits. Well, really? Yeah. To be yeah. Uh, to be the singer. Well, that would have been and, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would have been again, totally different. Uh, yeah. Hard to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever want to. Ugh. <sighs> because his
0: voice, I mean, his whole delivery is so, so essential to the the whole feel and. Yes. You know, I mean. Cause he. I, mean, I think in the early days, I was listening to, to one of his earlier songs recently and remembering how much how much he reminded me of Bob Dylan back in those yeah. days. And now he it, it just sounds like Mark yeah. to me. But listening to the really early Dire Straits stuff, it's like very sort of you know, ramblin', the, the rambling Bob Dylan type of delivery. Yeah. Um, storytelling. So he still does that, but he's, seems like he's much more on his own now. Of course, it's fair enough. It's been 50 years.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, uh, needless to say, you know, I was looking forward to this for a long time. My brother in California, um, he's the, uh, he's a pitch hub mastermind. He's, uh, uh, uh he was, we, we were speaking on the phone and talking about, uh, Mark Knopfler coming to town. I said, and he said, I've never seen him. I said, well, neither have I. So, let's go. I'll get the tickets. You come on. So, uh, so, so we had this planned and we, so I got the tickets and great seats and just really looking forward to seeing like, as you know, uh, Mark and I, people, people put Mark and I together all the time. (laughs) Um, but, uh, we, we, we always, uh, we're, we're, we're always working on the nights that, that these shows come to town. So I'd never seen them. And, uh, Anyway, so we we blocked this date off on the calendar and uh, here we go to, uh, to say, well, my mother in Ireland decides that she's going to go visit my brother out in California at the same time. So he, uh, I said, don't, don't even think another second about it. Just, you know, uh, go hang out with her and then we'll, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll do this again. So uh, I called Chad, you know, Chad's a, Chad's a big Mark Knopfler fan. Also, and, and you, you kind of have to be too, because when we're on road trips and, you know, you got, you know, all that time to kill, you're going to hear a lot of, a lot of the, uh, especially the, 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 more recent, you know, those solo records where the, 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 the songs just go from just straight up blues through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, the rock numbers and the, 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 the still kind of the pop stuff, but he, the, the band that he's assembled over these years, it just hair stand up on the back of your neck yeah. Listening to, to, to the, the years, the hundreds of thousands of hours, the the hundreds of thousands of years of music that you're having delivered to you, that you're having handed to you in that setting. It's, it, it, it's astounding. It's heart stopping the, the, the talent, you know, yeah. the, uh, there was just, just a uh, mind blowing. So, um, so needless to say, uh, so that was Friday. that was our friday night going to see uh going to see mark Knopfler in uh, stafford and just uh just leaving there kind of i don't know about you but i i i, I felt um uh kind of dizzy you know we didn't hear sultan's a swing and we didn't hear brothers in arms but i i, I was I couldn't, I, I, you know, I can, I, I couldn't have changed the set list. I couldn't have changed what we heard. I couldn't have, uh, I, I, I just, I, um, it still hasn't sunk in yeah. yet, but the, 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 but the music and the flow of the concert was absolutely perfect. Just,
0: uh. You know, as I was saying, when we, when we drove away, like, it's like, I, I can't, you know, one, one, one part of me wanted to go and listen to the those albums again, uh, to keep to keep that high going, but it's like, I can't I can't listen to anything right now. I need to just steep or steep myself yeah. in what just happened, you know, and don't
1: I made perfect sense. Yeah. And it still makes perfect sense. It's it, it's difficult. I <laughs> I'd uh um say same thing. I'd I'd not listened to to uh to music. You know, we played a show on Saturday night in Molly's in Kingwood. And uh, we spoke about that. And of course we, the week previous, you know, that uh, <laughs> uh, it's a dry County. So it's a private club. Essentially we, we you walk in, you show your driver's license. Now you are a member. but we absolutely love uh, Kingwood Molly's. And I'll tell you why it's w- w- when people say, you know, it's an Irish pub. What they mean is, you know, Drink here on Paddy's Day, and you know, m- you know, maybe there'll be green beer or something. That's what an Irish pub typically means. And uh, Molly's is owned by an Irishman, Eamon Finerty, mm-hmm. and uh, one of his many, many pubs. But it is a truly a pub in the sense that it's, you know, it's comfortable. Uh, you can. Go in there to, 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 to play pool or to watch TV, you know, watch the game or watch whatever. But it's full of regulars and it's full of the, the staff there are so well equipped to handle their regulars and to treat the regulars as regulars. It's just you're, you're going into a living room. You're essentially going into a yeah. place that you're just so comfortable and everybody's comfortable. And just so, the, so that was the, that's a great part. The terrible part about playing a show after you go see Mark Knopfler. <laughs> is our guitar player is not Mark Knopfler, and it's you know we're running our own sound and we're raw you know little little, little, little raw a little loud little yeah um, uh, it's extremely difficult is it for for me anyway personally it's so hard to to I had probably the worst <laughs> one of the worst performances I've had in a long time. uh just so uh i mean it, it, it was it was a crazy night anyway for for many other reasons but uh really fun really really yeah. fun night yeah. but then again you know we're uh, poisoned after being in that setting on yeah. friday night
0: that was just comical because you 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 walk away from experiences like that thinking uh you know i've got to i've got to figure out some way to rise to this challenge of uh you know doing things <laughs> you know, trying, trying to, trying to uh, at least approximate that that degree of of, of talent and um, uh, skill and so forth. Um, you really want to do your best, and then wind up. Not that Saturday was still a great show, but it was not one of. It was. It, it started. We we got there kind of late, so we d- we didn't go through our whole sound check routine. And we didn't even really realize it until we started playing. We're like, Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Cause you had to restring your guitar and I was running around trying to get the live stream set yeah, well, up. Yeah. I didn't so, have
1: to restring my guitar. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, you know, it's, it, it's one of those, it's one of those things with the, 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 the beltway, you know, we got stuck on the beltway for, for longer than we wanted to. So yeah, we didn't go through our regular, and, and it really is. It's a process. It's a, it's an absolute. And I mean, absolute people, uh, scrap that. Um, <laughs> uh, it is. It's essential for you to be, you know, because you want to deliver the same quality show every time. That's what my friend Mark tells me all the time. Um, you, you, you want to deliver at the same. You want to come in at the same, you know, the same level, but you still want to elevate it, and you want to, you know, you want to push yourself. And you want to push. Um. So so there was a just a just a um, uh, this this continuous. Um, uh event events would would comically just keep happening and happening and happening and happening at one after another a gentleman that we met there played in a band and he just every five minutes would just want to come over and talk to me as i'm setting up and not noticing that there's you know other people to you know (laughs) talk to you know and uh that are maybe not as busy or and uh just one thing after another after another you know you you, 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 but you can also tell the level of professionalism too you know you you know if 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 you play in a rock and roll band and you want to you know you want to talk to that other guy that's setting up that's you know obviously not ready (laughs) you know (laughs) then you know you maybe you don't maybe you don't play so much yeah but uh uh it was it was I'm, I'm still giggling about the, 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 you know, the, there's that recurring dream that you'd have. I don't know if it's recurring or not, but it's been, been recurring for me. The one where you're, you're back in school mm-hmm. and you, you can't find your, yeah. and, it, and again, I didn't worry about that shit in school. I don't, I worry <laughs> about that shit now, uh, you know, Oh, my homework's not done. I go, when was my homework ever done? But in your yeah. dream, because you know, you you're, you, yeah. Um, so it, it's that, it's that wheel. It's that hamster wheel of, you know, no matter how much faster you go or how much effort you put into it, you're still not going anywhere. It's still, but, um, uh, so, so so one of those nights. Yeah. And it's, it really cracks me up. Not even this moment thinking about it because it was so, uh, it was, it was avoidable, you know, but, uh, but you're, 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 you're in the moment, you know, you almost say, like, hey, you know, just give me a second you Just just, right, you, know, right. you know, and, and, you know, we're, we're, the, you know, luckily we've been doing this long enough to where we can, you know, yeah, push a little harder in areas and make it go faster. And, um, yeah, so, so I, 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 fantastic, fantastic night. Great people. I just, I love that room for that reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, unfortunately for us we missed the uh we missed the uh one of our favorite shows uh we missed the Sherwood Celtic Music Festival and Sherwood is a extremely important um uh, uh, place for us yeah we we just we just we adore the people that work there we the 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 year-round work that they do the the effort that's put into that organization is Mm -hmm. breathtaking. Stunning. You know, they're, they're, they, they, they never stop. Mm -hmm. They live it. When, when you talk, they do a Renaissance festival, they do the Celtic music festival. It's out in McDade County, which is kind of on your way to Austin. If you're lost, Um, you know, if you're uh, it's just, but, but it's, it's in a, you know, beautiful grounds and it's always sweltering you know, I, I always say they, they either freeze or they fry. It's, it's, it's either ice cold or smoking up. But <laughs> it's, I, again, we're just, we're devastated we missed it. Yeah. But. Um, First time we've ever missed it. A, yeah. We I think we've, we've probably talked about Sherwood before on, on the
0: show. But I, I kind of think of it as like, Sherwood's kind of like the hub of our Texas uh, fan base. Like most of our, our dearest friends and biggest fans who live in the state are there uh so it's it's and we we see them everywhere it's it's kind of like the aggies uh all the fans that we've and friends that we made in college station over the years we see them everywhere we see sherwoodians everywhere too Uh, anyway yeah it's definitely a drag not being there yep and i heard i heard from a a couple of people (laughs) before and after the the uh, the weekend saying, Oh, we missed you yeah. guys and so
1: forth. Yeah. I, I I, I did the same thing. And of course I'm being a smart ass too. I went on their page and I said, Oh, I wish we were invited. And then I get, <laughs> I get a Zane, the guy that, you know, puts the whole thing together. He goes, uh, could you maybe not say that? Cause people are giving him a hard time and say, why didn't you, you know? So, uh, so I went, I, I, I went back on there. I was, oh no, that's not what I meant. Yeah. But yeah, great, great people. And, and, you know, sorely missed, but, the, their 10 year anniversary is going to be this coming year. So we are going to be there with new record in hand and uh, it's, you know, we're going to, we, we are going to make up for the fact that we did not uh, attend this year. So, yeah. but, but, but anyway, so back to the, um, back to Friday night, our old friend, Mark Knopfler. Um, uh, I, I want to read you an email that, I'm, no, nobody's heard this yet. Well, I'm, um, uh, actually that's not true. I did read it from my, uh, tip from my brother. Uh, anyway, It'll make sense. Yeah. I haven't heard it either. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I received this, m- this email on, uh, after the show, after Saturday night's show, we're driving home. And uh, so anyway, it says, Mr. Mr. Devlin. Good evening. I am Nobby Longshaft. I'm Mr. Knopfler's road manager. <laughs> Mr. Knopfler asked that I convey a few things to you on his behalf. First and foremost, He wanted to thank you for attending last evening's performance. He also wanted to compliment you on your hair. He said, it looks fantastic. More importantly, Mr. Knopfler requested that should you attend future live performances of his subsequent tours, that you purchase tickets further in the back of the venue. If that is not possible, he requested you wear large sunglasses, which cover 75% of your face. Mr. Knopfler is extremely uncomfortable performing in front of grown men who cry. He said it's embarrassing and insurma- an and insurmountable distraction. <laughs> Consider this your final warning. tallyho, ho Knobby. <laughs> so... John. Yes. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I thought that that was just, you know, I, I'd... Uh, you know, I knew we were talking about this show today. I just thought that that would just just be the, the so uh, yeah, I've uh, just, uh, usually I, you know, I respond with a, uh, with a, uh, you know, a couple of, yeah uh, you know, profanities and, you know, stuff about, you know, bestiality or something, but I, I just, I had to wait. I, I just had to keep my mouth shut and yeah, read this today for you. Cause I just, I, I thought it was just That's so awesome. well crafted. And uh, our, our, our our dear friend John Nania just never ceases to. eat. Uh, uh, imagine that imagine having a puppy, giving the puppy cocaine, and then the puppy the puberty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the puppy reaches reaches puberty by accident, and then you just humps you like that's John Nania, <laughs> he's just that you know <laughs> that's that's it. And, and so this is what I deal with on a on a daily basis because this guy this guy will be this guy and his and his his beautiful sane down to earth well-rounded incredible wife Sienna Mm -hmm. we're going to be doing a lot of work with them but uh, we're going to have to up our game because to kind of keep up with John is is a full-time job well and just for
0: some context too on this particular subject we he found out that that we were going to this concert recently and it was surprisingly I didn't I'm surprised he didn't know this yet but he didn't know that that we were Knopfler fans we didn't we didn't know he didn't know that we were into that stuff and it turns out he's actually John's a bass player probably the best bass player, bass player I've ever met um and he currently or recently he's been playing with a friend of his doing uh some Mark Knopfler and Dire Straits stuff
1: uh with it yeah they're a they do, they do yeah. uh, thousands you know they, they between them they probably know a hundred thousand songs, but they're yeah. yeah he's the, his guitar player is a huge Knopfler fan. Yeah.
0: So I thought, I thought it was funny. But I, so I told John, I was like, gosh, I mean, it's, this is not even stretching the truth a little bit. I think, I think of all the, the artists, all the, all the musicians, all the uh, bands and, and artists that we listen to in the van while um, being on tour. I don't think there's any one other artist we've listened to more <laughs> than Mark Knopfler. Uh, all this, mostly his solo stuff. And that started uh, going back, at least from my remember, it was one of the, the, I think it was the first tour he went on when I mean, we, we went up and we're staying with Sinead and Tim, uh, your sister Sinead, uh, up in Brumall, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. And I think Tim mentioned that they had a copy of Mark's latest record, which I think was Shangri-La. Yes, exactly. And uh, so he burned you a CD of it. And we, we listened to it on the next leg of the tour after we left there. And just... That's I, that's all I remember listening. Yeah, <laughs> for for I mean it still is is a, a, a favorite, and uh, that's the album that has um, a boom like that, right? Isn't isn't it, isn't it? Or does that get lucky?
1: No, no, no. You're yeah, right. A boom like that, yeah. and
0: the one about Sonny Liston. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's five fifteen a.m. too. I think is the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a great late night driving song because frequently we would be listening to it at five fifteen a.m. Anyway, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so so the, the, and also the, the, the crying thing, which is, I don't, it's just absolute horseshit. Uh, (laughs) uh, you know, I don't know anybody that would cry at a concert, you know, unless, you know, they had to tune my guitar or something. But, um, uh, what, what, what happened was, uh, my brother was on Twitter when his pitch hub um, uh, but I, I, I didn't even know it's on Twitter. Uh, yeah. So he had put, he had, uh, I guess tagged me and blackguards in a thing saying, you know, Hey, Mark Knopfler, you know, if you see a big guy crying in the thing, it's going to, that's, that's my brother. He's a huge fan. or okay. something So I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Um, I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be. John. <laughs> God. Uh,
0: so anyway, yeah <laughs> uh, Mark had well, this was at a uh, smart financial center, which I'd, I'd never been to before. You've been there once before this yes. venue and it's actually I mean it's as as far as live music venues go, it's it's the acoustics in there are, are pretty excellent. Um, and uh, my only real complaint with uh, the room itself was just how 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 tight the rows were, um, yeah. Cause it's, it was like, sort of like an old, the way movie theaters used to be before they put in the stadium seating that all the theaters have now where everybody yeah, has you know, to stand up to let well, you you're, in.
1: Chad, you're losing weight. So, you know, it, they'll, they'll become <laughs> comfortable soon.
0: No. Well, I mean, yeah, I went in there and I was like, maybe I'll probably get a beer. And I was looking at the, uh, it was like, you know, 10 bucks for, for a beer. And I was like, well, let's go and I should probably get to our seats first. And then I'll think about it. And we get there and we're sitting, our seats are way just dead center in the middle of this, this huge long row, um, you know, like, like 20 seats on either side of us, I think, something like that. Yeah. Right. And so everybody has to stand up to let us in. And and then you sit down, you you break basically trapped <laughs> uh, you, unless you want to go through that again to get out. So like, yeah, I'm not getting up. <laughs> um, that, So that was like, that kind of puzzled me. It was like a place like that, that, that obviously makes or wouldn't is intending to make a lot of money off of beer sales and concession sales sales um you can't be selling a whole lot of beer if people can't stand up to go yeah. buy it or go go use but the restroom it, but
1: it's set up to where it's it's uh i mean yeah i i thought the same thing too i i'm i, I wouldn't race there to go and dine <laughs> at the yeah at the, you know the the nacho bar or whatever, but it's it, it, it it's nice. It's a it's a it's a pretty building. It's a, but yeah, it's a little cramped, and the tra- traffic getting in and out is is a little yeah. A, you know, it's just there's there's got to be a better way. But um the 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 actual you know getting in there and you know the you know really good seats mm-hmm. and close to the front to to where you can see everything. But then they've got the big screens on both sides to where you can you know get the close ups and whatnot. But so um eleven piece band uh, it was t- it was including him, yeah, yeah, ten people uh, ten people behind so him. so so luckily, there was no opener, and uh I, yeah. sometimes i sometimes I like an opener and and especially if it's us. but um <laughs> uh th- this this was well again, with so many people on stage and so many, I think he said there was f- they could play forty nine instruments among them, yeah, among the people on the forty nine instruments, and he said, and I can play one <laughs> and yes. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I, I I know he's glad i said, I said that you're welcome. Yeah. Mark. Um, but so, so with the instrumentation that they had, it, you know, it, it, if there was an opener, it would have to be a really, really, really skinny, small person, you know, yeah. that could come on. And I, I don't know. And I, you know, I don't want to hear anything before or after that, you know, like we spoke about. Yeah. Uh, but the transition, you know, they have this showdown, and I know there's a lot of banter that's been, you know, that's recycled. You know, it's kind of the same show, you know, the Ala la Tom kind of banter in between the songs. Oh, it? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, I'd, seen, I'd seen some stuff on, I, I'm not a big concert watcher on YouTube. I don't like to, you know, have to, to be there. You know, sometimes you just have to mm-hmm. go there to see them. But so I'd seen... Couple of songs here and there, and it's the same, yeah. Before and after, so. But even even with that, the setup, and the sound, and the tone of those guitars, I'm, I needless to say, I I, I thought I might have have to have surgery to yeah. have my goosebumps removed, yeah, because it 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 never left, yeah. And I uh, I went for a I went for a run in the afternoon, before the show. And it was a, just a, it was a, a nice, mild 105 degrees outside. All right. Direct sunlight. And uh, incidentally, the beeline, where'd he go? Over there. He's back. No, he's not. I was running by the bayou, Buffalo bayou, Houston, Texas, middle of the day, hotter than Satan's ball sack. And what do I see? The first time ever in the bayou, a human swimming Ew. in the fucking bayou <laughs> Gross. so next time you're going by a public toilet and you think you might want to dip so the, the 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 water is constantly brown <laughs> on a good day it's green but it's not the healthy green it's that hey what is that nuclear is nasty i saw a person did he fall you know was he dropped from the sky was he What? No, his clothes were on the side of the bank, like laid out. And I'm running and I look and it, yeah, I went home and I brushed my teeth and I scrubbed with a Brillo pad and I (laughs) like, Uh. just watching that. So that was the first time I'd ever seen that. First time I've ever seen anybody swimming in Buffalo Bayou (laughs) and yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't a help. Help! I'm. Like, it was like come
2: on in. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: so that great. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> so I. Anyway, I'd gone for a run that afternoon, and we're in the the uh, smart financial center watching the show. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even that it was that warm in there, but I just sweating profusely the whole time oh, because really? yeah. Just because I have never been, I, I knew how good the show was going to be. I just didn't know how good it, I, I, how how much, um, how much emotion could be stirred up because it, it's, the soundtrack. Mark Knopfler is the soundtrack to, you know, of course Iron Maiden and stuff that I grew up. You know, that's where I, you know, yeah, you know, uh, first when you feel the energy from this music and when, when, when you connect with, with a, with a sound, you know, with a band, with, you know, these songs and these songs speak to you. And these, 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 these ideas come through the, these, you know, all, all this emotion that stirred up through, um, I had no idea how, how many memories and how many, uh, how much emotion could be stirred up through these, mm. the, these songs and the song that stuck with me. And I, and I, I would never have guessed this, the song that just, I, I couldn't sleep that night, that Friday night. I could not. Yeah. It was uh, your latest trick. And it's got that, it's got that, uh, that was the one that you said you didn't recognize. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's just got that saxophone. And da. But that song, that melody from that song haunts me. I don't know why, but there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, um, and, and it's happened before with it, believe it or not, a couple of Rory Gallagher songs can keep me awake with the melody of those songs just because they're so intoxicating and they're so, the hook is so strong. It's such a massive hook in this, in this masterpiece, you know? Uh,
0: yeah. That's where the sax player came out under the spotlight by himself to start off the song. Yes.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but they, that happens a few times, mm-hmm. and and it's funny because I, I know his stuff so well that we, even when they put in those little jazzy intros, yeah. or stuff, you know exactly where they're going because your head right. has this song stored. Yeah, My head has these songs. I, I cannot, yeah. and I can't tell you, I can't relay how even this moment, just thinking about that song, that was just, Mm -hmm. and of all the songs they play Speedway of Nazareth, uh, Speedway of Nazareth, which is, if you don't know that song and you're, you're, if you're into music that takes you on a journey and does this massive crescendo, crescendo through the whole song and just builds to this. Yeah. It's amazing. Now I don't know how, Anybody, how anything, how any place can, anything can happen after that song. Cause when they kill that song and that, and it ends and the mm-hmm. lights go off, mm-hmm. you, you can, you can leave now. Yeah. You can, you, you, the, the world can end. Yeah. It's just, it was, you know, but then they came back and did another one and they took you on another.
0: Uh, yeah. That, I think if, if you, if you know Dire Straits and you've never really listened to Mark's solo stuff, which shame on <laughs> you! Haven't listened to his records because the work he's been doing, and this has been going on since the mid to late '90s, right? Yeah, and solo stuff, and it's just been getting more, more, and more amazing. Um, Speedway to Nazareth is like definitely one, if not the greatest song he's ever recorded, in my opinion. It's if if you're a Beatles fan, a lot of people, it's really easy to point to Day in a Life being sort of their their masterpiece, like the the pinnacle of of the stuff that they, that they put out because it was, there's, you know, at that point there'd been nothing like it before and they never really did anything like that afterwards. But that's, that's what Speedway, Speedway to Nazareth is sort of like, to me, it's like Mark Knopfler's day, a day in the life because it starts off so subtle and then just builds, like you're saying to this amazing height towards the end of it, uh, which just, Bog, we, we we used to talk about because we, we listen one of the many Mark songs, Knoppler songs we used to listen to on the road, and Patrick and I would listen back to that track over and over again. Especially the way it builds at the end, it's 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 this um, instrumental. And there's this every every instrumentalist, song, every every musician playing on the track has a solo, several solos towards the end of it. But it's like it's not it doesn't come across as like a jam. It's like it's like they're on a, it's like they're traveling. You know, they're 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 moving somewhere together. And, and and it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. And you're just going along with it. Oh my God, where is this going? This is amazing. You know, it's, it's really, really hard to describe. Andrew Dansby wrote, he was there at the uh, concert. He wrote a really great review. Andrew Dansby, who writes for the Houston Chronicle. And he, 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 he put it really good too, that there's like, what, how did he put it? Um, so the, the how the, the songs build up to this uh, crescendo might've been the word he used, And that, no, that was it, and mine. Then, then I, it, I just said that. <laughs> and then it, it fades. then it, like it goes up in this fire and then it kinda it dissolves into ashes, but then there's still hints of hints of uh of, that the fire really isn't out as if a song is fading away. You know, yeah. and it's that's very true. That 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 is definitely how uh at least how Speedway and Nazareth kind of ends on the on the uh, on the record. It just fades out because it just keeps going. Wherever it's headed, it just keeps going there. But of course, obviously live they have that bam that really Yeah which yeah. like, that's one of the reasons why it made me think of a day in a life too. Anyway, I I'm, I'm trying and failing to articulate what it is about that song. It's so amazing. Uh, but he's got a lot of stuff like that, but I think that that song is, is, uh, that, that, w- that really is his masterpiece. I think.
1: So, anyway, yeah, I, I, I can't pick, I can't choose it, 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 if, if they had ended the show at that point. Yeah. You, you know, we would have missed, you know, we would have missed, uh, um, you know, money for nothing. Uh, yeah. Which, which again, With live the- is not the same song. No, it's, 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 it's so powerful. It's so, uh, and, and, and again, take, take away the fact that it sold a gaz- gazillion records. So obviously it was played multi gazillion times. It just, just, uh, yeah. Uh, unfathomable. <laughs> You know, listen, just, you can't, but just erase all that and just how, how, you know, how, how much of a genius it takes to, to overhear that guy loading the crap in the shop and, uh, and, and just encapsulate that and then just throw that and then just put that dirty guitar on it and just, and make it, you know, make it, uh, Make it so appealing that, you know, there's just people, it, 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 the, the, the other one, uh, I, I think this episode should be called trying and failing because <laughs> you, I, I'm with you. I, I cannot get across how, uh, um, how it made me feel mm-hmm. because, because I'm, 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 I'm at, you know, point zero 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 percent of, uh, of, 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 of how it moved me. But watching the audience, watching the, the audience react to these songs. So you're not alone. Other people had that same. Oh yeah. Other people had that same. And they're, and and it also made me realize where a lot of us were the same age. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it it's, it's very strange to, to, to look around and, you know, no, it was cool to
0: see that right next to me, to my, to my right, there was a father and son sitting next to yeah. me. Father, our age, son, probably in his late teens, early twenties. And yeah. his son was just as into it as he was. Yeah. And they were, they were talking like, Hey, hey, hey and, yeah. know, discussing what was going on. And although they got quiet as, as the, as the show got, yes. got on, they stopped talking and they were just, <laughs> just yeah. enraptured. And let, let, me, let me also
1: compliment you on that, on, on, on something. And I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, but uh, I go to a concert. I don't want to talk. I don't want to, if the fucking place catches fire, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. You know, unless it's a kiss concert. (laughs) So, uh, no, seriously, the, the, the etiquette it takes, there, there is isn't there is a concert etiquette in a seated show like this. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Don't say, Chad didn't say, Chad said, I think one word, (laughs) You you know, but, but, you, you, you just don't talk. You just don't talk, and there, you know, even the, the lights go off and the t- instrument change, and the the next, you know, yeah, we were we were both punched in the face at the same time by yeah. different, you know, the the perfection. It took the 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 the, the light show that they did, not crazy, not too, but yeah. just you couldn't have added or taken away. Everything was just down to a T. Yeah. And then there's a cocksucker on the far left, you know, yeah. trying to yeah. swing, tr- yeah. whatever, shouting out, uh, I I,
0: I, I, I couldn't understand what he was saying.
1: I don't think he was that smart. Yeah. I think he was trying to, to get a laugh. I think, you know, the, cause it, you know, it, it's, and, and we, we've spoken about this before. There are people. What? Yeah. There are people that go to a show to be the show. They're not going to watch you that we see this every single show. There's somebody there every single time that heckling's fine. And, you know, dancing crazy is fine. And doing, you know, if you can move somebody, whichever way you're moving, that's great. But you always get that wanker. That's going to be, that's going to, that they're not there for the show. They're there to be the show. And uh, to those people, I say, in, you know, start a band, start a band. There's, there's, you know, Go, go do it. Yeah. It's uh but what it is, I, in, in my opinion, is the, these people, and now that, that wanker, just it, the, the, there's, there's one thing that there's only one thing that you have to remember when you're, when you're that agent, you know, mm-hmm. that's going there with a, maybe it's even rehearsed, you know, uh, and, and they want to shout something to, to get a laugh or they want to, you know, get the attention of the art nine out of 10 times he can't hear you. You know, a right. performer, can't hear you. They can't see you. Right. I promise you this. We play in small venues. We've played in smaller venues than most of you've been in. And we can't see we, because we bring our lights and we shine them on the, you know, on the stage. Cause you know, yeah. So you can, I can't see past the first row. Yeah. And nor can we hear you. If you could, if you stood behind our monitors and listened to what we listened to, you probably wouldn't go to many shows, right? We we do this for a living. We torture our our uh-huh. our here our ears for a living, yeah. And um, the so you're not you're not heard and you're not seen. So they're they're not doing it for that's you know I mean you have to know this by now, you know. If you're going to see Mark Knopfler, this isn't your first Backstreet Boy concert, or you know you just you, you got to know how it works, yeah, you know, yeah, and. And, and it, it it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I think t- it just ruins the people in your vicinity. It ruins their experience of yeah. the, yeah.
0: Unfortunately, they weren't, there weren't, there was that one guy, there was, I think there were at least two of them. There was one and then they're both yeah. on opposite ends of the theater, <laughs> but fortunately they weren't, there wasn't a whole lot of that going on it, probably yes. because there were people around them going, yeah. shut up. Yeah. And this, this was, it is a really special breed of fan who who, uh, is into dire straits and Mark Knopfler to, to, to the extent that you would go see a concert, you know, and spend that amount of money on those tickets to sit up, especially sitting up close and so forth. Then up, there's some really nice box seats behind us. Um, anyway, but, uh, one of my favorite moments in in the concert was, um, the, this long, um, intro that for the song that wound up being, uh, once upon a time in the West, uh, and at first it wasn't really clear what song they were, they were, they were building up to uh, as they were, you know, you know, sort of this atmospheric intro, the lights were down and Mark was changing guitars almost every song. So he'd, he'd, he he towards the end of the song, he'd, he'd, he the lights would dim, he'd, he'd kind of walk off near to the drum set and somebody would, would appear when you couldn't, you couldn't even see what they were switching until the lights came back up again. And so in this particular song they've started playing this atmospheric chord, chordal choral stuff. And the lights are still kind of dim and he's got his back to the audience. And then the lights come up, he turns around and he's holding one of his, uh, red, you know, iconic Stratocasters, which was, if you don't know that in the, in the days of dire straits, that was not exclusively, but it was most of the time he was playing a red strat. And I looked it up. He, there were several, there wasn't just one. He had several different ones he played. Um, but presumably the one he we had, it was probably one of the ones he used in dire straits, I'm sure. But the people cheered, or the guitar. <laughs> they saw that red strat and they started cheering. I was like, that's so cool. That, yeah. That, but that, that's a Dire Straits fan, you know, that, Yeah, you know, you don't, you don't, who else does that, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just yeah. thought that was amazing.
1: Well, he, his hero, his heroes back in the day was played red strats and, and he, and he thought yeah. it was, he thought it was, he thought it was very, uh, uh I think it was the shadows. I want to oh, say yeah. it was the shadows. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, he, he, he just thought that the, the, the red guitar was. Naf, you know like but but he had to have it and uh and also one of the one of my favorite lines in the the concert was you know he said you know growing up he just wanted a guitar he said dad please guitar dad please dad please and he goes and yeah, now they're everywhere yeah he, and, I, they're- I, and i and i i laughed too because i i never i never thought i would have as many guitars as i have and Um, and I, and and I want to get rid of, I want to get rid of a lot of them because I, I, they take up so much room and I can't play them all at the same time. I've tried, (laughs) but, but you, you, these, these guitars become, uh, you know, they all do different things. why do you have so many guitars? Why do you have so many plants or many pairs of shoes or many, they, they do different. They sound different. They don't sound different to everybody. Mm -hmm. But when you hear, uh, when you hear money for nothing. Oh yeah and you hear Once Upon a Time in the West or you hear, uh, you know, the end of Romeo and Juliet. And so you know what these guitars do and you know what they mean to these artists and how they, how they shape the song mm-hmm. and how they, and, and I'm, I, I just, uh, um, uh, the, the, the one thing I'll take away from this, the one, one of the hundred thousand things I'll take away from this concert is, I have to improve my tone. I have to improve my, I have to, and I'm going to, I mean, I'm sitting working on it before you got here. Yeah. Eight o'clock this morning. It was, I had to, I had to let myself in cause he couldn't hear me knocking. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's it, the, 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 truth of it is 99% of the audience don't. You, you don't know, get that. Don't get that. Yeah. But, well, I think Die Straits fans do you, you know, I I, 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 yeah, yeah, again, yeah. I'm sorry. I was talking about our, yeah. our most, I mean, most, you know, pe- in,
0: in, most music fans
1: in general. Yes. Yeah. But could, but, and again, in our situation, we're bringing our PA, we're yeah. bringing the sound. Yeah. So we don't have the luxury of bringing what we were listening to at smart financial center. We yeah. don't have the luxury of bringing those lights and that show and be able to present it like that. Yeah. But we do our, we, we absolutely do our, our, our best. And, you know, Saturday night was, was, was rough. <laughs> it's it, I, I'm I'm shaking thinking about the comedy of errors the, yeah. the, the 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 you know the from the time that we yeah. you know we got the gear to load in to to start playing it was yeah. and you know and uh, Chad, but, Chad Chad to his credit you know filmed film, you know, the set and put it on, did it you live. You can see this in the live yeah, stream too. Yeah, you can see it, yeah. This the, is.
0: This was, and this, the, this just, just by way of example, and yeah, you can go and watch this on the live stream. If you want to see this moment because uh, as Patrick said, we were, were getting really distracted um, before we got there. We didn't really give ourselves the amount of time that we should have had because we were rehearsing. We were in rehearsal right before we went to the show, which uh, we probably should have left a half an hour earlier than we did. But anyway, usually isn't a problem we usually don't have uh this many problems setting up but we uh we, we kicked off the first song and patrick goes out since we didn't have time to line check and sound check before he walks out in front of the speakers just to ch- see how everything's sounding and and it, the, there's nothing coming out of the speakers and you get my attention and he's like, is it on you're pointing because he can't you yeah. can't see if the if if the uh the indicator light is on because we have had, it has happened several times in the past where I've forgotten to actually plug the speaker in or turn it on or whatever. And it's like, no, it's on. And you, 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 we're, this is all, you know, mimed and mouth, like there's nothing coming out. It's like, what? So I turn around and look at the board and the f- the fader for the main volume, the volumes of the main speakers was all the way down to zero because we we hadn't even, we hadn't sound checked, And that's the default state that the, the mixer boots up on. It's a digital board, digital uh, sound mixer it always, it always starts up with the mains at zero. So I had to stop playing bass and go uh, uh, and try to get it up without trying to miss as few notes as I could as we were playing. But that was, that was hilarious. So, it, 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 so the first song was a bit of a mess because of that. Cause we were all, all th- three of us uh, who are besides Mike, who can't stand up obviously when he's playing the drums, but we we're three Wes and, and Patrick and I kept going back to the board to adjust this and that as we we're going forward.
1: But, Anyway. Yeah. So So oh, it's it's it it's, it's a lot like surgery, you know. I mean, yeah, know, we, we're, we're 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 commonly, you know, referred to as doctors, you know. You know, <laughs> you just So imagine, you know, you're just going in there for, you know, triple bypass and the doctors late and he just comes in and he goes, "Ah, fuck it. Just let's just go." You know. That's yeah. that's how See, it's exactly just, you know, just use your imagination. But it was just so ironic
0: <laughs> to 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 have had the experience we had the night before saying, "All right, we're going to go back to work." And we're going to, you know, we're going to uh, sort of elevate. Yeah. We're going to harness this, this energy and move forward and make everything better. Yeah. And, and it was like, everything just went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like you saying, I mean, you could really, all you could do was just chuckle or laugh at it, it as was happening because there was,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. But uh, yeah, the, the many, 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 many positive things that came out of that day was I, I was able to. Uh I was able to work on a couple of songs that I've been working on and uh uh I'm just the inspiration I took from it, the, the that that moment when we drive we drive away and you're kinda not talking and you 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 know, laughing at how people drive and uh uh the being able to take that moment home this is why everybody mm-hmm. should go see live music i don't care what you listen to i don't care how you know how you listen to it everybody has to go see live music yeah uh and like i said a while ago and forgive me for repeating myself but no, you can just take it out but the hundreds of thousands of hours of this this magnificent artistry this this incredible yeah. Uh, musicianship and these people that have taken these hundreds of thousands of just fathomless hours of driving and rehearsing and perfecting and tweaking and just all this music that you're, that you're being presented with in this atmosphere, you owe it to yourself to go and see these people, form yeah you you know and and then leaving there just even now just i'm everybody was letting everybody cut it you know just you Mm -hmm. know the 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 traffic is 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 is, it kind of pissed me off going in there because once you once you pay to park you know then it looks like a free-for-all there was actually somebody coming at us in a they had i don't know if they just got they didn't realize that it was a concert venue and they were in this, you know, in this one way maze, yeah. you know, and they just, so they took up a whole lane coming out, you know, just, yeah. you know, this and a guy had this look on his face like, Oh, oh what is this place? Um, yeah. But, but on the way out, everybody, letting everybody, everybody, in, everybody mm-hmm. just seemed like they were in a better yeah. space. and yeah. Everybody was, you, I, I, I can't tell you how, how great it felt to be, to, 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 witness that. And, 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 like I said, the inspiration and the momentum that you carry from that, I was able to work on some songs and, yeah. you know, put pieces in that didn't fit and, cool. and it's, it's, uh, I'm, I, 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 I don't know if I've ever been this inspired. I don't yeah. know if I've ever been yeah.
0: this, uh, it's been so long. I mean, we, you, we've probably complained about this on the show before, but we don't get to see a whole lot of shows because most of the time when, when there's a, an act coming through town that we really want to see, we're busy because it'll be on a Friday or Saturday night or Thursday night or something like that. And, you know, we're either playing or we're rehearsing most of the time on those nights. So it, it's been years since I've been, I've gone to see, you know, smaller time acts and I don't mean to put them down, but like uh, J.D. McPherson is one of my favorite uh, current artists. And I've been lucky enough to catch him on a Tuesday night here and there when he's come to town. Um, so that, I think that's actually the last show I went to go see was J.D. McPherson at the Continental Club. But, but a whole big concert like that, I can't even remember the last time I've seen something like that. Um, it, it probably was um, something at, probably something at Woodlands. I can't remember what it was (laughs) anyway, but yeah, it was, it was, it was for that reason, for that reason, first of all, it was so nice just to sit and actually experience something that huge, you know? Um, But that was for that having been the first time that either of you and I had seen him play. I mean, it was, uh, (sighs) yeah, this is just, this is just an hour plus of (laughs) Patrick and I trying and failing. Like you said, trying and failing to articulate. Um, yeah. I will say that going back to that when he came out for the encore and they really both, there were two encores and they really milked the audience each time they, 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 they made us work for it, uh, rightly so. And they made it, they made it seem like there was going to be a third encore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Until they, 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 they waited a, a bit to bring the lights up after the second encore. Um, when he, but when he, when the, before that, the first encore, I, I figured, okay, it's either going to be Sultans of Swing or Money for Nothing. And of course it was Money for Nothing as we already talked about, but I was like, it was kind of like, and I was a little disappointed. I was like, oh, okay. Cause I, I'm not, It's a great song, but it's not, not anywhere near near close to my, I think Sultans is a better song, but, um, and I'm not, and I say that I'm being <laughs> like, I'm some kind of dire straits nerd. I, uh, Patrick is way more familiar with the Dire Straits material than I am. I, I really don't, I really haven't really listened to any of the Dire Straits albums in their entirety. I, I like all everybody of the MTV generation. I, you know, I know Sultans of swing. I know skate away. Um, uh, so far away. Um, what was the other one you mentioned? Walk of life. Walk of life. Yeah. All those ones that were on MTV all the time. Skate away is the first one I think of, because I think that was one of the first, one of their first songs that was on MTV in the very beginning. And it was so unlike anything else. Yeah. It was on MTV at the time. Um, uh, so anyway, I totally lost my train of thought.
1: <laughs> you just talking about know, you know, the Dire Straits catalog versus the Mark Knopfler, yeah, solo, yeah. I think uh, I, don't know,
0: I ran out of steam there. It's okay. You go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, if, if if you're if you're it, it this doesn't i don't know how this even fits into my taste because i listened to um stuff like lions and six blade knife and uh, uh um uh, all this you know all the older dire straight stuff and it, it used to it 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 was nearly atmospheric in that there was no god god you know it the, the guitar kind of took with the rhythms and the And the, the, but, but, but he played it in, like I say, he, he kind of reminds me of Stuart Coltland from the police where he taught himself to play a different, you know, style than what I used to, I'm you know, versus, you know, then the finger picking style. Yeah. Which is, it makes much more sense to play like he plays because for the music he plays. Mm -hmm. Um, because it, like I say, his voice and his guitar blend as one to me. They they did back then, and I didn't know that but that's what he was doing. But that's how it, that's how it was presented to me. Yeah. And uh, uh, he never uses a pick, though, does he? Does he? No, he doesn't. Uh, no, he, no all he, he's all finger. He's all finger picking. All that Correct. Yeah. All, all the stuff
0: he does. That's all. Yeah. His fingers. Yeah. But
1: yeah, and, and and but he shows you. You can see on uh, on. Uh, videos that he's done. He he shows you yeah. how he does it. And he goes, oh, it's just like this. And he goes, shut up, Mark. That's, <laughs> it, it, that's not, you, you have to train your fingers to do. And I think he even said this, um, but let's just pretend I just said it. Just I, no, he's, he said, I think um, you have to train your fingers to do things that they go do things that they don't want to do, which is absolutely true. And especially how he plays because he's, he's keeping the rhythm with his, with his thumb, so he's playing the bass strings on the guitar with his thumb, and then he's picking with his forefinger and middle finger. So, 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 you're able to percussively keep time while playing a melody, and then he's singing on top of that. So you're essentially doing three different parts, maybe four, if you're. Mm. I, I mean, I, even now, I just I I, I I I'm starting to dislike him.
0: Uh, there was a story I mentioned. I went and watched this video after I got home that night. Uh, I mentioned that interview uh, with Shelly Yakis, uh, the sound engineer who who used to work with Dire Straits. Um, uh, Shelly Yakis is a, he, he's, I think he's, a, I'm sure he's producing now, but back in the seventies and eighties, he was an engineer, sound engineer. And his career started way back. He, he was, he was uh, working with John Lennon on the Imagine album and moving forward from there, uh, just almost, one of those guys, Tom Petty, he's, he's worked with so many big artists, but um, he has this great story. It's an interview with Shelley that done by Warren Hewart, who is a uh, uh, an English producer uh, who has a really, actually, really good YouTube channel. A lot of really great interviews. He's has a lot of interviews with Shelley on that on the channel, including also Jack Douglas and a bunch of other great producers. Anyway, uh, Warren specifically asked Shelley about Romeo and Juliet because he was enamored with the, the way the dobro sounds on that particular track. Is that on the Brothers in Arms? Yes. Yeah. So Shelley tells this great story of how th- they got that guitar tone for the dobro on that track and that they were trying to figure out a way to get that sound. And they, they tried putting it through different amps. They tried different marshals, whatever. And it just wasn't, wasn't working. Didn't sound good. Didn't, didn't sound like Mark going through these particular amps. So they wound up using a, a special preamp, uh, putting the dobro directly into this preamp thing, and uh, and that turned out to be the thing. But he had to uh, he had to dial it in at a specific volume, whatever it was, and uh, and so they get they're going through Romeo and Juliet, the, and the, it's clear at this you know they're about halfway through the song, and it's clear that the, you know this is the take, you know it's going so well. And, and it reaches that that part, in the point in the middle of the song where it, it, the song quiets down, and it, and it goes back to the. That's just like it. <laughs> so it, it's funny watching the interview. that w- Both Warren and, and Shelley, I think, attempt to vocalize. They're like, oh, "Never mind, you know what? Yeah. Oh, sorry, never mind. You know what I'm talking about." Because uh, <laughs> even Warren, who who is a musician, can't can't even approximate it. Because they just he just wants to hear Shelley tell the story. <laughs> but uh, they get to that point in the song and. Unlike all the takes before this, uh, Mark gets to that point. That point, and he's playing really softly, uh, and 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 Shelley, who's recording, is behind the soundboard in the in the in the sound room. His heart sinks, and he looks over at the meter, and it's like below twenty for whatever it is. It's like really, really low. Like in, in it's the, very soft. There's yeah. nothing coming through. And, and he's like, he says, know, and he looks at the camera. So like, I don't know if you work in sound, you know that that's that's bad news. because this is in the days that they're going to tape. Yes. So it
1: was going to be his city. So they're say, say, say that again. It's going to be hiss, hiss city, city, not yes. not hiss his city, which is a Jewish city. <laughs> yeah. No.
0: So, so yeah. So they listened to the take, and he, he knew he couldn't stop. It, normally, that most sound. I mean, not most, but sound engineers when they see that, they your first instinct is to panic and say, "Stop, stop! We got to you know this is not. I got to adjust the levels and and fix the gain on this. This is not going to be work." But he he knew he couldn't stop it because he said it. Literally said everybody's hairs were standing on end at this point because they like the take was just going so magic. I,
1: like, I can't, I can't stop you, this. You, you you don't, yeah.
0: And all these things are going through his head. Is like, crap. I can't. He's not going to be able to overdub this. It's just not going to work. because that the part's just too delicate? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. So they, everybody comes back after, after the takes over. Everybody comes back and, into the the room mm-hmm. to listen back to the the take and he has to turn up the guitar at that point, And he says, they got to that point in the song and it was just like a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't talk about how they wound up fixing it or what the reaction was of the band. But he says, like, like he he knew this, I just had to fix it in mixing. And he said, yeah, eventually I figured it out and it sounds fine. But, um, so it's, it's interesting to go back and listen to that point in the song and, and, and think about all the work that went into making yeah. it sound that good, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I'll I'll put a link to that interview in the description.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it it, it's because and even in your description of that interview, it you get the sense of when that magic happens Mm -hmm. when you hit that you can't stop it and the 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 orchestral way that he plays that part the again his voice and the guitar are one in my. This is how I always heard it. This is why I was just, you know, every note is needed. Every note is placed correctly. And every word that he writes and that he sings on it or talks on it, just placed beautifully. And I saw the, I saw the reaction again, you know, I saw the reaction of the people in the audience when that song came on and when it breaks down right before the end and he just, it's just him and the guitar Mm -hmm. and then it builds back up and then as they're ending it and he goes and changes guitars and yeah. he, he brings out when he plays the solo over it and you just i'm uh, how, how do you how, how, how does that show itself how how do how, how does that how is that born and how is that grown and how is that you know it just you know obviously you know yeah uh, yeah he knows what he's doing yeah and again, I, I was thinking about that earlier
0: when we were talking about all the different guitars he used, and because he makes that joke, it was it might have even been after that song. We, he was joking about, you know, what a big deal it was to get his first guitar, and for a long time that was the only guitar he had. And he said, "Now they're everywhere," <laughs> and he literally, like you said, he literally changed guitars in the middle of that song. Uh, yeah, he, like he was almost. I mean, he was. I think switching pretty much after every song. he yeah. actually changed guitars, yep. but yeah, literally right in the middle of that song, he he switched. And everyone, it's like just like you're saying, he doesn't waste notes. Like the, every note is essential. Every every note is um orchestrated. Yeah. But, but when even the guitars, like it's like, oh yeah, he. I see why he had the you know, yeah switch guitars for this because the tone is important as is important as you're as you're saying as yeah. the notes yeah. And that, that was to me, like, even, even though I wasn't, you know, I, I couldn't have cared less really going into the show, whether or not he did money for nothing. Cause it's, that's, you know, that's a big hit, but it's not, I don't think it's their best song, but when they had that, 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 that crazy crescendo um, that leads, leads up, it builds up and, goes, ah, and it just stops. And then there's the, of course, the, that I- iconic tone that he's got on that, where I think, what is it? Is it mostly a, uh, is it mostly like mid-range or something? How does, how do you get that tone that, uh, that sort of, there's a name for that, that,
1: that that overdriven tone. Yeah. yeah, It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the combination of that, that Gibson Les Paul and his finger picking.
0: Yeah. And well, the EQ is, is is, there's a really specific EQ setting for that, for that particular tone he uses on that. But he,
1: he, yeah, he's, uh, it, the, well, th- this is, you know, again, I don't play like that ever, <laughs> I wish, but, uh, you know, he, he's got the, he's got the, um, pickup setting in the middle. Yeah. So he's able to, okay. yeah, it, it's got that really fat, dirty, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, uh, you, but that's
0: the moment you're waiting for. That's like, oh, I know it's coming here. It comes, yeah. it comes and you see him, you see him walking out in the shadows. You know, there's a little silhouette of him coming out So here he comes, here he comes. And it's kind of hard to, to predict where that, the, the crescendo is going to stop. Yes. And so all of a sudden, bam, there is, the lights come on and, and he starts playing that riff and it was just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just perfect. Yeah. And, and the, I know that, that that's what most of the, most of the people there were, were there to see. Yeah. That, yeah. With that moment, not yeah. just the song, but that moment in the song with that guitar tone and that riff.
1: Yeah. And, and the, <sighs> intro, the intro as well with the drummer and the percussion player. Yeah. Doing the you know the, the the drummer starts at the percussion player comes in and they 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 riff on different yeah rhythms they were and amazing together, so yeah, yeah they there was you know, obviously not the first time they'd played together.
0: I forget the percussionist name, but uh, the drummer was Yanto Thomas, who apparently goes by Ian because uh, it's the Welsh Welsh name Yanto Tony
1: in the village yeah,
0: Yanto <laughs> is like like the the Welsh version of John yeah. apparently, but it's spelled i a n t o, and that's how the mark introduced him as Yanto. Uh, but I looked him up later and it, he's professionally, he's known as Ian, but anyway, but yeah, they, they were both amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing.
1: Insanity. Yeah. Insanity. Cause, cause the, the intro into, again, watching a video of dire straits, opening it, opening that song is. Biblical. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, so I was kind of, but this was a different, you know, this is, you know, obviously a completely different band, But the power and the execution and the timing and the, and then just to stop everything and the air sucked out of the room for that.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. That's exactly what it felt like. So. Like a vacuum. Yeah. 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 And that, that percussionist too, he, he sang, uh, Yeah. On, uh, sailing, sailing to Philadelphia, which is a track off of, um, uh, what's the name of that record? That's the one before Law that you already had.
1: Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think that's the title track.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it okay? Um. And uh. uh on the record, um, uh, James Taylor sings. It's a duet between Mark and James yes. Taylor.
1: And I'm not a James Taylor fan.
0: Neither am I. I yeah. just,
1: yeah, I'm just. I, I was talking very weak. Great songwriter. Yeah, I, 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 I have nothing musician. I'd be. Yeah, I've never seen yeah, this. Yeah, but it's just
0: no, very, very weak. Not my very, thing. Very, yeah. yeah. So I think we're <laughs> we're in the same of the same opinion about him. Uh, but anyway, so the I wasn't even thinking about it. when he started singing. I was like, I wasn't even thinking. Geez, who's gonna who's gonna sing James Taylor's part? But it turned out to be the percussionist uh, singing, and it was one of those one of the moments I'm like, just appreciating what a stellar lineup he had. Because he, he wasn't just, it wasn't just one of those people who were singing just because he could kind of carry a note. Guy could sing. He was a really and, good singer. And added a whole new... Yeah.
1: We're going to have to split this fucking thing up into <laughs> know, two. But, but it was, he, he did a whole new, mm-hmm. well, we, of course we hadn't seen, but we, completely different from the record. Yeah. And it, it changed the song from, from, it changed the song from Sailing to Philadelphia to, this is a this is a whole new piece. Mm-hmm. It was and it was so well done. It, it, I don't like singers that add too many notes to a note in because they can because they can just because they can yeah. So if the note is da 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 da, da you don't go da 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 and you you all over the map, so you can show your vocal. If the song calls for that, have at it. This mm-hmm. song didn't call for that until. I saw it live. Yeah. And he changed it with yeah. his. And it made so much sense because
0: everybody up there could sing. Yes. You could tell because there were, there were a lot of uh, multi-layered harmony parts and stuff. And it was just all, it all sounded just studio quality perfect. Yeah. You know, I would have loved to have been on stage to hear what their, what their stage monitor sounded like. Because, you know, it must have been just perfect. Yeah. Because they, they were just so, all so relaxed and, and uh, just doing their thing. And, um, but you know that that's why he, he threw that vocal to him because that, that he probably had the best singing voice. Maybe. I don't, all, I don't know. All
1: the 10 guys behind him. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely for that. Yeah. It's because I, I'm right. pretty sure that they've played together before, but <laughs> right. No, I mean, just they, they, cause yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. And again, you know, what's the, how long a piece of string? Who is to say who the best singer on that or the, I, I, you know that to me, that song. Oh, he, here's another thing that pissed me off. <laughs> did it piss me off? No, I know. I'm, I'm I'm pissed off now. But the of all Mark Knopfler's solo records or his Dire Straits, you could have played the first song off every CD.
0: Yeah, every you know. He did the first the opener was a uh, well, Why I Man off of rag
1: picker, right? Yeah. But yeah, but what I'm saying is, yeah. Cause, cause I, I said to you during the, during the, I think we were exiting the building and I said, I would hate to have to write the set list for this show <laughs> because they left off brothers in arms. They left off, mm-hmm. uh, something's a swing, but I didn't, I don't miss them now. Yeah. I guess what I would like to see. Yes. I'd still like to be there right now. And, and, and just be continued, you know, continued music and hits and non-hits. and, But uh, he could have played the, the first track off every record. Yeah. And that, and that would just be that. that. that would be fine. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. And the songs that they picked were just perfect. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm, I'm okay with that. And now we know he's going to sleep better tonight knowing yeah. that, that I'm okay with that. Okay, like I, I, And I was so happy to hear it. I wasn't expecting
0: it, but it was one of the high points of the show. Was when he did um, uh, letters from Paraguay? Yes, it's, Jesus Let's get, get lucky, right? Is that? I'm really bad at knowing which albums. I, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> Even e- the albums yeah. I know. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's a, that's the age we live in. Unfortunately, because I listen to everything on my freaking phone, so I don't have the album in
1: front of me anymore. It's like that. Well, I have the records, and I don't it, look at the it, sleeve. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're just in. You know, they're in cases. You know, they're in multi CD cases, and You're right. Uh, that's an example. It's like the, the I wouldn't have expected him to play that song,
0: but they did, and they did it. It was amazing with the horns and
1: everything. Yeah, but then, and because you said that, I say this. Where in the course of the night would you have put Sultan's A Swing? That wouldn't piss on the next songs or wouldn't, you know, climax or anti... Because it it is,
0: yeah, it I is, mean, it's such a muscular song,
1: yes, as far as it's as yes. far as
0: how how recognizable it is. Yeah, that it might have.
1: I mean, it might have. It might have, like it might part have
0: of the Red Sea sort of a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 of course, you're 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 a lot more delicate with your words than I am. I'm on person, <laughs> you part of the Red Sea. Okay, you, you, uh, and, which I appreciate. I really, uh, um, but yeah, I don't want to have to write that set list. That's why I don't write good songs. <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm getting but, you know, but uh but uh, I know from we've talked about this before. I don't like to 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 do the same set. We've never played the same set. Mm-hmm. We've played seven nights in one place and we've never repeated the set list. Mm-hmm. Always try to mix it up and all but you don't wanna do you don't want to open up with a dirge you don't want to open up, you don't want to, you know, and, but David at the same time, kind of style. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You don't want to, you don't want to torture them with slow or, or smash it. You don't want it, to, it, it's, it's gotta be a, a balance because you don't want to, uh, you come in too heavy too too you know, too big. Then you gotta keep that. Yeah, you know, it's just really, yeah. it's, It's such a and it's it's such a, an art form to to put a good. We we still haven't ever, you know, we still haven't got close to as as perfect as it's going to get to. Well, oh, yeah, no, it would. Yeah, you know, but it's it constant work. But that was a set list that was designed yeah. for maximum, in uh, you know, yeah. uh, performance. Uh, uh,
0: and oh, it it oh. wasn't just the musicianship too. We mentioned the lights briefly earlier. The lights were freaking amazing, and they th- there were specific lighting cues for each song. And it wasn't and it, obvious stuff like we mentioned the sax the sax player coming out to start uh, the the song that I didn't recognize. Oh, yeah, in, your latest t- trick. Yeah, title I've already forgotten. Uh, there were moments like that where spotlight on you know he he walked to his particular point on the stage which was obviously obviously blocked for a specific place you're supposed to go and, and there was then and then the spot next next thing was the spotlight came up on mark again and he was supposed to be in a specific all that stuff is is choreographed in a sense um but there's also different there's particular parts in the song which were getting different each song had its own mood uh and, and the lighting too was just so tasteful and just it wasn't it wasn't um there were some parts where it was kind of flashy and and cra- you know, crazy things going on, but it wasn't like over the top.
1: Nothing detracted from no. the stage.
0: It it added and it bolstered it. And it was like, I, I mentioned this too, like the, the colors they chose were really very simple primary colors. It was like white, white red and blue, but it wasn't presented in a way that made you think, you know, the flag, it wasn't like patriotic, but it was just really, really um, like there was one, I can't remember what song it was, but there was this song where the, the, the lights behind it were just pointed straight down. This, and there was like this curtain of red behind them, uh, created by the lights. Uh, it was <laughs> it was just fantastic, but yeah. So the set list obviously it wasn't just about the the order of the songs and the songs they picked I and mean, it's they everything was you know obviously the sound sound people and the lighting people everybody knew exactly what was going to happen at what time you know. So I was thinking we were talking about this on the way out. I was like, they must have different like several different set lists they switch between with that amount of material. Like I could imagine having, but not that I don't think I would complain <laughs> playing those songs every night because their songs are so amazing, but. It's like, uh, but I don't know, because I admit, um, in Andrew Dansby's review, uh, he, t- he talked about the last song they played was the instrumental Going Home, right? Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, yeah that song the song Going Home, yeah. What was the name of the movie it's from? Uh, Cal or uh, Local Hero, excuse Local me. Local Hero. Yeah. He, Which uh, he,
0: and Andrew mentioned, Andrew Dansby mentioned this, uh, he, he said he, he, he liked to think that maybe they picked that song because parts of that movie were filmed in Houston. Um, I don't know if it was Local Hero, but it was one of the other ones. Whatever the movie is from, he said that there that the movie is bookended with scenes shot in Houston, which I didn't know. Me neither. But he said said but he said but he looked it up. somebody that that has been the closer like at every every date on the tour so far, apparently. So I'm curious to go look, to look at the set list from the other dates to see yeah. how much variance, if any, there is uh, in the set list because I I could imagine as articulate or as as uh you know. Clearly, you can't just throw another song in there just because cause the, the the lights and everything were just so specific, spe- so so specifically timed that if the, if there were variances that that all that has got to be planned too, and there yeah. must be a different program or a different sequence for every different show. So there's a lot of <laughs> that when you've got a show like that, you can't be quite as fun. I guess you can, you'd, and you'd have to the sound people and the lighting people would just have to to follow you. Yeah, but uh, a show like that. It's, it's, I, I can't imagine us ever getting to the point where we, you know what I mean? Could you, could we, I mean, would you, how would you feel about having a show where we just play the exact same set every single night? The same, uh, no, same lighting I, I, cues. I, I, and,
1: I, I, well, I couldn't. <laughs> I just can't imagine that. I, I mean, I couldn't, in, 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 at his point, uh, where Mark Knopfler was, where I am now, I bet he couldn't see this. Yeah. Like he, you know, he joked about retiring. Right. And, uh, and after, you know, after he, you know, sat through the booze of, of that. Yeah. He said, no, I, he said, I'm just going to keep doing it. He said, what better, what better, you know, way to, to, you know, I mean, look at what we do. Yeah. He said, so I'm just going to keep coming out and, you know, until I, you know, until I fall over. Yeah. And he said, it won't be tonight. Won't be tonight. (laughs) And, uh, and he was right. It wasn't. (laughs) And, uh, but, you know, uh, i again the the like i said the early stuff was very very atmospheric and of course he's he's very uh, uh um he he's so melodic and it's so, so much goes into the the writing of the song and then the execution you know and obviously by the way we're gushing over this concert yeah um so much uh so so, so much thought given to you know, the presentation and the, 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 you know, all the stuff that goes into it. I, I, I couldn't imagine because the stuff that we do and the energy that we perform it, I just couldn't see, you know, there's, there's, there's a, now we have been doing a much better job of writing set lists and sticking to it versus the old days. Ah, screw that, scrap that. So we're, we're, we're doing, we're, 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 we're in that regard, we're, we're, we're staying true, but, The, 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 the way that we put a show together is he's playing for two hours. We're playing for four. Yeah. We got to keep attention for four. And you don't know every song that we're doing. We know every song that he's doing. Yeah. And I'd say, I'd say 60% of the people that were at that show knew every song. Yeah. The rest of them knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. And whatever, whatever. Right, yeah. yeah, obviously. So, uh, so yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't see a, a show where it's, you know, I could see a choreographed light thing, and I could, you know, yeah, a, a, you know, a, a, you know, I
0: could see down the line if, if we are playing playing big, uh, you know, venues when, yeah, when we're playing venues that that are that are you know, more of a venue than a, than a pub, but we, but not only that, but the fact, if we have a set list where it's like, you know, at least half of it is our original material. And, and we know that we're going to be playing those songs. then then I could see if we have the, the crew behind us to actually bolster those songs yeah. with specific lighting cues and stuff that, we'd probably be happy enough. So, yeah. well, going they, back to we still we, want to have those wild cards thrown in. Yes. There. Oh,
1: absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you but yeah, and again, my, one of my favorite things to do is to play s- something that you haven't heard so, p- parts of, you know, even write something on the stage at the moment, spur of the moment. Yeah. You know, ha- ha, you know that's uh, w- one of my favorite things to do. But the other thing is also remember uh, back to the pirate festival where, you know, we were playing a warehouse live and the sound guy Uh, the monitors, the the front of house sound guy, they were, they were as important as we were because they took our set seriously. Not that they didn't do anybody else, but we came on, we're a four piece. Every other band that day was minimum six, seven, you know, yeah. everybody was, there's large, large, large numbers of people on the stage. But we're, we're a four piece and we're, boisterous that fast you know so they got to work quickly as well mm-hmm. and they've never heard us right um the sound guy had heard all of us and never mixed us before yeah but did an incredible job from the footage we've seen again so we're not bringing the sound we are bringing the show and we're you know our job is to portray a, a true representation of what we've been doing for last ton of years so uh you know so 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 you there it's an uphill battle you know c- coming in even with a, a a crew that was as professional as that mm-hmm. you know and, and even even a smaller scale you know continental club when we go in there and you have this you know the 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 these people are running sound sometimes 7 days a week so you yeah. you know th- th- their work they have to work fast they yeah. have to work you know you can't you can't take two songs off to to mix it and balance it and get it right. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta, you, you gotta be right. Yeah. You gotta be on yeah. first go. So, you know, that's why these people travel with the sound crew. That's mm-hmm. why they, you know, they travel with the light crew and they, um, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it, 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 it really is. It, it's such, I just cannot stress enough. Everybody has got to go see live music. Yeah. You've just got to go see live music. I felt like I'd been robbed because we, you know, we play so much, mm-hmm. so we don't get to go see these, these bands yeah. that we want to see. And I know, cause I see them coming through town and I know it's the same nights and the same hours and the same, you know, we're playing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I just, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it really make, makes me want to go out more just to see, to see our local guys more often too. Yeah. Cause I, I, miss, I, I, I sometimes forget about how important that is for, to just sit and, and watch somebody else play and, and take that home with you, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, oh yeah. And I've never thought about, you know, it, it really is useful. It's, it's like kind of being on the other side of the camera, essentially. Like if, if, if you're used to, you know, it's like an act, I don't know, like an actor in a movie, like getting on the other side of the camera to see yeah. what the director is saying and sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And, in, and on, on that note, we are going to be playing with little outfit at Dan Electro's coming up. And our yes. friend Randy, who we, uh, we had on here a few weeks back, we're going to be playing with them and we're thrilled because we haven't seen them since they were little outfit. Now they're, you know, full band yeah, and they're, and they're you slightly know, bigger outfit. Yeah. so <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know? um, yes. Yeah, so I guess we should probably button this up on that note. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, so this weekend, we are back at Moe's Vintage Park on Friday.
1: Halfway to Patty's.
0: Halfway to Patty's Day. And then we're at Moe's Katie, their halfway sister pub in Katie, on Saturday.
1: Sunday, A- And Sunday,
0: we're at Woody's Speech Bar and back in Galveston again, uh, which should be nice. It's always nice out there. Uh, so that's this weekend. And then next week... uh. On Thursday, we're back in Katy again, and this time, for the first time, we're playing at Little Woodrow's in Katy for Talk Like a Pirate talk Day. Talk Like a Pirate. So I encourage you to not just talk like a pirate, but dress like a pirate and drink like a pirate, but drive responsibly like a pirate, too. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, and then finally, next, next Friday, September 20th, we're finally back at O'Bannon's Tap House in College Station. after uh, We were there playing at our friend Shane's birthday party a couple months ago but that was a private party so this is the first time we're going to be back with the Aggies again uh since I guess it was May was the last time we were there yes it's been too long usually we do our our birthday show at O'Bannon's, but uh we couldn't couldn't get that together this this uh this summer we were too busy with other stuff i guess i can't remember what we were doing that particular that particular weekend show most likely a show yeah Yep. Yeah. So yeah, a And then uh, we got most Cypress coming up after that next weekend. And then, and, and then that weekend too, that's, that's when we'll be playing at Dan Electros with little outfit.
1: Uh, and but, incidentally, just uh, for our to, uh, uh, people that know Dan Electros and that haven't seen us in a while there, they've uh, it's full bar. Yes. used to only be beer and wine right. and they've redone the sound and the uh, it's, you, you owe it to yourself a to come and see little outfit but b to come check out the yeah the the, yeah. the, the new improved Dan Electros it's you know it really
0: uh, is a special venue it's yeah
1: one of the last sort of classic Eastern venues
0: that's still around yeah now that we lost Fitzgerald's so anyway that is September 22nd on a Sunday yes
1: a Sunday and it's early 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 show so they're gonna play for about 45 and then we're gonna we're gonna close it out so we'll get you home in time for uh little uh, hanky-panky and then up in time for work. But we're going to, yeah, it's, uh, um yeah, a lot, lot of stuff coming up and a lot of, uh you know, a uh, lot of new stuff going to be hitting the set list here pretty soon. So, yep. you know, stay in touch with that. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening. And uh, thanks for uh, letting us drivel on about Sir Knopfler. Yeah.
0: And if you want to hear, speaking of the original stuff, if you want to hear some of the stuff we're working on, tune into blackguards Live. And also uh, join us on Patreon. We'll be able to hear uh, even more yes. of that stuff. Uh, uh, coming up here soon it will be on a weekly basis. I'm still working out the mixing yes. of stuff because I'm trying to make it sound as good as I can for you guys.
1: And also, just I, I want to say, too, we're going to try this um, on the last... Uh, we're going to try to do a uh, uh, Facebook Live kind of podcast thing mm-hmm. on our way to San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the month. So um, I say that because we're going to try and get all four of us on camera and to, on the, it's going to be rough, but it will be fun. Yeah. You know, we're going to try one of these uh, things maybe. I mean, just to clarify too, when I say Blaggards Live,
0: I'm talking about the Blackguards Live podcast. That is the second podcast that we have, uh, not the live stream. <laughs> it sounds like it's kind of sort of confusing that you can watch the live streams too, but Blackguards Live is a separate podcast that we've started.
1: I like the live stream, the R Kelly record. <laughs> stop it. That was last week's uh, time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's my hero. Anyway, uh, okay, thank for
0: listening. Yes. Thanks for, thanks for hanging with us. This was a particularly long one, uh, but uh, that's whenever we, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice being this excited about something that we don't even have to struggle. It's a struggle to stop talking about it actually. So anyway, all right. Thanks y'all. Good night. We'll see you next
2: week.